Private Practice Fan Podcast, episode number 26. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Private Practice Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And Stephanie's like, okay, which one is he going to say? I know. I forgot which one you said was going first. Private practice. I got it. It's definitely not going to be crossover event part three. No. And it didn't crossover here. And no crossover at all. So, folks, we are so glad to be back once again uh, to... Share with you guys some wonderful thoughts regarding our feelings and initial reaction to the TV show Private Practice. Now, of course, ABC totally gypped us once again and told us that, you know, be prepared for this crossover event. And of course, I well, I two no. weeks ago. OK, go ahead. I'm sorry. Two weeks ago. Yeah, they did not give us a crossover event. No, they didn't. They gave us a phone call. Yes, they did. Then last week was part two. And Which then, was the crossover. And then stay tuned next week for the conclusion of, yeah, whatever. Well, I think that the conclusion was held in the Grey's Anatomy. I had no expectation of the crossover being part of private practice because I was very disappointed in how they did the crossover in private practice last week, I felt like the characters of of private practice got gypped a little bit mm-hmm. because it had been all about the drama of these patients and what was going on at Seattle Grace. And then they were just trying to randomly throw in things that were happening back in L.A. Yeah, I think that the private practice really got a disservice last week. It did. A massive and one. so I never expected the crossover to be part of private practice this week. Okay. So I'm not let down by see, the whole. See, I, ex- I mean, I didn't, ex- I expected there. I, I honestly, I expected at least one more, you know, let, let's carry this on. Let's bring it to fruition at, at the very least. Let's reference. I mean, and th- well, okay. So they did reference. So, um, uh, Sam's girly friend or whatever mm-hmm. says, you know, Oh, so tell me why Seattle and blah, blah, blah. And that was the only crossover reference even uh addison didn't even well i guess they talked about you know i thought maybe if he's close to okay maybe but no i i was expecting a little bit were you yes well that's your own fault yeah i i think i mean after the whole pump up for two weeks about the crossover and them failing to deliver i kind of just uh let go of any expectations with abc promotion okay here here's the deal you know what i would have liked to seen Derek take some time off and come visit Sam. That would have that would have that they could have fit that in. That could have been a good storyline and it would have, it would have qualified qualified for crossover. All right. And even in the chat room somebody even one person says that would be cool. You know just just throw a somebody. Alex Karev, you know, uh, somebody. Okay. Just bring somebody over to the Oceanside Wellness. You know, and and make it an official crossover. But I, I I feel kind of gypped. Well, I'm sorry that you feel gypped. I don't feel gypped. I just feel disappointed. Yeah, we'll talk about they're they're talking about Derek losing it now, which uh, we will cover that in the private practice fan podcast. 
but I want to, can I just say something? I'm going to have to, uh, I, you know what? I, I was bold and, and, and very much sharing my opinion when I said over and over again, private practice, heads above, how, what's that phrase? Heads above heels? I don't know. He, heads over, head over heels? Yes, head over heels. Uh-huh. Absolutely. There's no question in my mind. Private practice is a hundred times better than Grey's Anatomy because it's more mature and these people have grown it, in season one. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I have. It, and, and Grace is not in my best. It, it does not have the best standing in my mind. However, I do like that, that, that Izzy's, uh, you know, well, we'll save that for that show. Yeah. But well, it, this, this is all fitting. Okay. This is all, see, this is, this is crossover. <laughs> This is crossover. What I'm saying, though, is that if between the two shows, I would say the scales have tipped in the side on the side of Grey's Anatomy. I'm I'm digging Grey's Anatomy and enjoying Grey's Anatomy more than private practice at this point in time. I know. I really feel like it's been such a such a teeter totter back and forth. It's like they can only. And when I say they, I mean Shonda and Betsy can only focus their attention on one show at a time. Does that, I mean, does that make any sense? Yeah. It's like they're only one show is getting the their best. Right. Or the best, because while they're over here, somebody else is over here doing this. And I'm not saying that, you know, those people are, are horrible, but... Um, okay, maybe I am, because I'm disappointed Again, in private practice. Yeah. Now, Daniel Johnson Jr. is in the chat room, and he says that Grays has been a little tiring for him uh, lately. And, of course, mm-hmm. I'm missing the part of the chat room, unfortunately. Somebody responded, but, yeah, Grays was really great last week. And I have to admit, um, private practice was, you know, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, private practice, you know, on the scale, it, private practice was was way ahead. And uh, it was, I guess it was right when, right before, I would say the last episode where private practice was way ahead was where Cooper goes to see Charlotte. Yes. And then at at, home, at home. Yeah. That was a fabulous episode. When he, when he pulled the plug on, on dad and everything that that's when that was the last, that was the last time private practice was ahead. Then they were kind of neck and neck. And then last week, last week, Gray's pulled ahead of mm-hmm. private practice. And this week, I it mean, stayed. It, it private yeah. practice is in the dust right now. Right. So, well, uh, let's talk about why we think that. Okay. What, what was it? Um. Well, I, well, once again, I, I, yeah, I'm a little, uh, it, it's always the super big, huge, gigantic issues in your face, you know? Right. Which <laughs> I realize it's a real life issue, uh, a child born with both male, female parts. But my gosh, can we take some, I mean, is it possible to give us maybe two weeks to breathe between these kind of storylines? I don't think to so. To where it's that, I mean, that it's it's huge stuff all the time. Um, so that one for me was, it's like, man, it, I'm going to, I'm going to start getting to the point where they're going to bring up something and it's just like, oh, but that's just them doing another one of those stories. Okay. All right. I find myself completely detached from the stories. 
yeah the moral dilemmas that they're placing before you in the storyline i i really go into them completely detached well i did the same thing with grace and i'll talk about that when we get over there but um my i'm just completely annoyed with the characters yes violet's whiny codependent self is getting on my nerves and i i really loved her her craziness before but now she's just irritating me and Naomi's inability to see that she's dating this equivalent of a 15 year old boy was frustrating and the highlight of this episode for me is when Sam called his girlfriend Naomi (laughs) and I was involved in a conversation with you I was not even paying attention and he said Naomi and I looked up and I'm like no he didn't he did that was I mean that was my favorite that was my favorite part of the episode and then of course you got Charlotte who obviously correctly in my opinion points mm-hmm. out that the fact that you want to go live with another woman is not acceptable and the fact that you want to live with another woman is like having an affair. I mean I mean it's just there ain't no way I'm having this. I want you to come move in with me. I'm like, you know, okay, th- that that's stretching it cuz he's obviously not willing to move towards you yet, but you, but okay. But he doesn't want her to pull away either that yeah, and and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she says, "Will you come? Will you live with me?" He's like, "Listen, I want to be there for you." No, you don't. And you like, want to be there for Violet? Or no, no, I'm sorry. He says, "I'm here for you." No, no, I'm you're not. here for you. But at, no, he's not there for her. No, he's not. You know, she is very insecure about the idea and the fact that you want to live with another woman. Regardless as of the friend, as she should be, as I believe she should be, and of course, uh, Chef Mark is in the chat room saying, "I disagree with you all," which that's fine because <laughs> you're allowed to disagree with us. But that that's just my own personal feel, feeling, mm-hmm. and and of course, this is just our initial reaction and what Cliff and Stephanie think about this. And of course, we do invite you, Chef Mark, or anybody else if you want to call in and share your thoughts. Uh, you can do that. I think that okay. Um Chef Mark says Cooper is a great guy doing a good job of balancing um, his friendships and his romance. I think that Cooper is a great guy. I think so, too. Who thinks that he can balance, but he doesn't have it quite right yet. I agree. And, and, and And I personally... And the problem comes in the fact that he's living with his best friend and not engaging in his girlfriend. This is correct. That there is no balance. It's been one or the other. Right. Now, the engaging in his girl- <coughs> girlfriend isn't all his fault, but... No, because she is pulling away, but... But still, my, my issue is that you he... You tell me you're moving in with another woman, I'm going to pull away too, yeah. you know? And, 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 it's, and it's not only that, but it, it, it goes back to, you know, uh, of course, and, and a, a lot of people will disagree with what we talk about from family from the heart. But if you go back two, no, three episodes ago at familyfromtheheart.com, we talked about um, before you get married, mm-hmm. you know, and talking about those things. And then we talked about the five threats to marital oneness. And one of these threats, one of these issues is, you know, uh, having the turning to somebody else for fulfillment, turning, you know, basically placing somebody else first. And and last week, Charlotte said it. She says, listen, you know, you don't understand. She she's she's important to you. And I get that. But I need I need me to be more important. Absolutely. She's she is so right. And I think that 
he's been. So you're right. They're not married, but they both want to. And they, yeah, they she, have both made verbal commitments that that they want to be married. That is my point exactly. If they were if they were just a dating couple, absolutely, I I would not have this issue. But but they're more than a dating couple in my mind. They are a couple mm-hmm. that is court that have that have seriously talked about marriage. That she has already asked and been turned. You know, he's mm-hmm. turned her down because obviously it, she she Timing wanted it for the healing, wrong reason. Right. Exactly. But she obviously wants to be with him. He wants to marry her, but wants to wait till the time is right. So these, as far as I'm concerned, these two are committed to one another. But you can't be committed to a woman. And, and, you know, and be that serious in my opinion. And again, and I, and I share this is my opinion. And, and Cliff often has different opinions than other people. Um, but my opinion is that you cannot be that committed to somebody that you'd be willing to marry them. But at the same time, when they have, an, as, um, as Daniel Johnson Jr. would say, uh, when they have emotional needs that are not being met and and you have an issue that she has an issue with that and you neglect to even consider the fact that her her issue may be something to talk about then then that's a real issue i agree okay so daniel johnson jr says people will seek to get their emotional needs met and i think from the time we've met cooper and violet it was made very clear that they were meeting each other's emotional needs. They do. Cooper was a sexual addict. He was addicted to sex and he fulfilled that need somewhere else, but Violet was always his emotional need. Yes. Now he's in a relationship with a woman where he needs to get both needs met from that woman, period. Exactly. That he can no longer have the same... I'm not saying they can't be friends. I'm saying that he can no longer have the same relationship with Violet that he has had in the past. And in fact, not only not only is it, I mean, it, it, even if they had it's somewhat... It's disrespectful to, to Charlotte. Even if they had somewhat of the same relationship they had in season one, minus the um, going and being friends with benefits kind of thing, hello, the history of that relationship right. already spells disaster for them continuing any relationship <laughs> near that, right. anywhere near that. But the fact is, is that prior to the friends with benefits thing, that relationship could have been somewhat on the borderline. But the fact is, is that he now wants to move in with this woman. Right. No, I, I, I mean, I get it. I, just, ah, anyway. I do. But um, I, absolutely, I do. So anyway, it, it's it's frustrating because I want that. So hopefully, what I'm hoping is that through Violet's time in the uh, group therapy session, she was, you know, I hope that she could hear her her own words that she was saying as, you know, leaning on someone as a crutch because you're too afraid to move, you know. I, I hope that she can hear some of her own words and realize that she's using Cooper as a crutch and not as a friend. Yeah. Well, and here, here's the other thing is, and then this episode kind of frustrated me that Charlotte here, she's, she stood up for what, what she felt felt was right. And she was, she's like, listen, you want to be with me. You must understand. I need to be more important. He refuses to give, to meet any of that emotional needs. She turns somewhere else for, for, um, as a result of that rejection, uh, and and not that there's any excuse for for having you know cheating on him and 
and ha- and going and having sex with somebody else. But but then all of a sudden she confesses what she had done. He says, "Listen, you know, um, he, he's he's like, oh, but I'm not leaving you. I am not leaving you. I am here for you." And it's almost I he he didn't say the words, but he almost said, "I'd do anything for you." But, you know, obviously he's not going to say that line because the one thing he will not do for her. Well, you know what I was waiting for? What? I was waiting for Violet to open the door with an emergency and him just drop Charlotte on the floor right that, where she was. And you I know? believe. And it's the same thing. It, yeah. it, it, so anyway, moving on. Um, well, I I'm just glad wanna, Archer's gone. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm uh, just last just, word. I'm, beat that horse one more time. Go I will. Ahead. I'm just upset that that all of a sudden that he's all of a sudden. Oh, let me comfort you and stuff like that. And she's fallen for him, and and she's like, oh, I'm so glad you got your arms around me, and in our relationship, we're we're um oh gosh uh, reconciled now. But he has made no commitment to 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 uh, regarding her desire for him not to be with Violet. Okay. Okay. So, Archer gone. I'm glad, too. I'm glad he's gone. Yes. He really irritated me. Yes. I was so mad with that character. I was. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know that I'm mad at him because that's who he is. I mean, I, I'm obviously I don't agree with that right. lifestyle, but that's that he never pretended to be anybody else. Yes, did he, he did. Did he? He did pretend. He he pretended to be all committed to Naomi and did he? In this episode, he did. Yeah. Okay. The all only right. one that he was himself with was Addison, and that's because she caught him. Okay. Yeah. I think everywhere else it was this fake pretty smile. Hey, baby, let's go on vacation together. Palm Springs sounds great. No. Yeah. He's creep. He go back creep. to New York and be a creep there. I'll catch you on Swingtown this summer. So uh, let's see here. Archer busted. That, that storyline was predictable. Obviously, they're showing Sam and Naomi are going to get back together. They've I mean, got to be. Now, I'm, I'm a little upset that... that Sam's girlfriend would stay in bed with him that long after being called his ex-wife's name. I would have been up so fast it would have yeah, left it, his head one, spinning. It's one thing to admire the fact that you and your ex-wife can have yeah. a a um what was the word? Uh you can have uh is it an I don't know. Uh, I don't remember what an she said. An equitable relationship. Let's just say that. But it's a whole other thing when he's like saying your her name when you're in bed together. Yeah, yeah, that's a little trouble there. That was no allergic reaction last week. That was that was an asthma attack brought on stress by the fact that um yeah. Michi just put it in the chat room. Amicable. What did I say? I don't know. I thought I may have said that, but I think you said equitable. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Amicable. Uh, amicable. So anyway. anyway. <laughs> like so, we said. so here here we are. Okay. What I see in this episode, we see the steps of bringing um, Sam and Naomi almost going to be back together again. Oh, my gosh. Let's play through this drama again. Have we not been up and down on this roller coaster? We also see um, we also see Addison Pete and Pete, the the possibility they that they'll file, finally mm-hmm. bring them two back together. We did. I think the so. The whole kind of hand holding, he's broken. Yep. You know, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and I think that they're they're obviously trying to show us. Okay, so they're gonna move things in the director for direction uh, finally for for Cooper and for Charlotte. 
and then we see, you know, obviously, I, I, and can I just say, while I, the best part of this episode for me was the fact that that um, Sheldon and Violet were leading a couple awesome. therapy session. <laughs> was that not great? Whom one of the husbands was was a character on here. Yeah, I said equitable, but I, sh- I should have said amicable. Thank That's you. Fine. I, I, oh, I'm, okay. just, yeah. I'm just reading the chat room. Um. Anyway, the husband was was on Heroes in season one. Oh yeah, uh, L. Yeah. He was DL. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, gotcha. just thought we'd share that. <sighs> so <clears throat> that's all I have for this episode. Yeah, I don't um, think that I have. I don't. I don't think that I have do, anything do, else. Other than, I mean, other than the child. Other than really delivering the baby, I don't think Del really. Dale didn't have really a whole lot of anything. He checked up. He did. <gasps> they did have the patient, the the girl with cancer with uh, Pete, which I mean, the, the way that um, the way that they portrayed that. Oh, my gosh. Just a quickie. It, the way they portrayed it. They really did. From the very first scene, I knew they weren't having sex. Right. I know. And they so yeah. wanted you to think that they, they were did. having sex. And I'm like, God, He's you guys, that oh, you overplayed that one. You know, that was overacted. It was over scripted. And there's no way, no chance in heck that I was even falling for that. It's like, no, she's there. She, right. she, she wants to, she's, she's being treated. And, and she, you know, obviously by his reaction is like, I don't know. Uh, you need to really. So it did not, it was not shocking to me to learn that she had cancer and that she was avoiding uh, some, some treatment that would be on, be beyond just herbal remedies. Right. I did like when Naomi told the dad off. In the chat room, they're saying lame. The, the right. go ahead. When Naomi told the the baby's dad off, you, know, you don't it, just get to walk out. Isn't you, it just like it to have another chef out there that's just a deadbeat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that one's a joke because I saw Chef Mark. He said post that earlier about that right, in the I chat know. room. But uh, he goes, "Oh, sure." It just figures they'd have to show that this deadbeat guy's a chef. <gasps> that was funny. No, but uh, yeah, I did like that scene. That, Mark's you know, comment, not that it was written that way. <laughs> yes, I did like when she went and you. You don't get to just leave. Yeah, you, you don't get to do that. That's not how. That's she, not how it works. She got to yell at somebody. You know, and of course she wishes she was yelling at somebody else. And uh, what else was it? Was there any other patients in this one? Did, no. Well, the, well, all the married couples. The, yeah. Yeah. All the, the married the, couples. The, and the couples therapy sessions. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I, 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 can I just say that I'm glad for the husband and wife that reconciled. And I mean, and the fact that he did now, did he, did he share that he had sex? Nope. Outside? Well, then, then, no. then I don't think they're completely reconciled yet. Sure, yeah. they're work, they're working on some differences and stuff. But uh, uh, you know, it's he, yeah, they're they're still gonna have some issues. They need some more sessions, I think. Probably, yeah, probably. That's not that's not good stuff. No. there. and he said that he, when he sat down to talk to her, it wasn't what he expected to say. So I think he sat down to tell her. Yeah, but he didn't. But he didn't, and they. Yeah. They and can I just say, can I just time. say, you know, I, I realize and recognize that that husband left, but, uh, I, I admire her for living up to what she said. Now I think she, she didn't say it for the right reason. I think she right. said it out of spite, She did. hoping to bring it up in there yep. so that he would be exposed. So that was kind of cheesy. So I don't know. That's, that scene was, uh, 
I, the thing is, is, is the, the thing that bothers me is that Violet and uh, Sheldon came away and it's like, well, we, we, we uh, saved at least one marriage, maybe two and two out of three is not bad. But, but in further evaluation, one, the one marriage, obviously you didn't save. The second one, there was really no, I mean, it seemed to me as indifferent. It was just as indifferent before than, or after than before. The one where they actually started talking, but they didn't make any commitment to be back together. The third couple, the the, the, the couple that didn't sleep with anybody else. Right. I I didn't get that, that it was indifferent. I just thought that they were having some communication trouble. So you think the fact that they're communicating now. Right. Okay. So maybe he was able to open up and say, I feel feel less important when you talk about all these great men. So are they the ones that were fixed? I do. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, well then, then I get that. Yeah. All right. That's the way I took it anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, th- that's all I have about that. There, there's not much I could say about the baby. I know that uh, Mark asked in the chat room, and he, I think he said he thought it was more like a metaphor, maybe. But I completely detached myself from that story. Well, the the metaphor, um, you know, ch- choosing, um, you don't get to choose. I, yeah. I think the metaphor was brought out. Yeah, you know, in in the story with um, Naomi. But anyway, I so, think so yeah, private practice like. none next week. No, I don't think it's on next week. They didn't say next week on private they practice. They didn't, and they're not showing um, anything on any of the episode guides that I'm looking at. No, nope, so. no. Nope. So anyway, uh, we just want to say real quickly here, want to thank everybody for staying subscribed out there to the Private Practice Fan Podcast. You may be asking yourself, hey, Cliff, this is episode 26, and uh, well, there's it's been a couple weeks. I think 21 was the last one put out into the free feed. So uh, we're back here again. Uh, we've been here every week with Private Practice, and uh, of course, we're releasing only one episode per month of the Private Private Practice Fan Podcast on the free feeds. If you want to learn how you can get access to all of our shows, you can go over to gspn.tv slash plus. If you have any questions or any concerns regarding any of that information, please feel free to email me any questions over at feedback at gspn.tv. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, uh, we are going to let the music run out here and we are going to immediately start up our Grey's Anatomy crossover sort of part three coverage and so if you want to catch that out it uh, wasn't a crossover it was Grey's Anatomy guest starring Kate Walsh no doubt and uh, you can find that over at Grey's Anatomy podcast.com anything else Stephanie I think that'll do it I think that'll do it alrighty I think that's it oh by the way for those who are not plus members and don't plan to be one of the ways that you can get the episodes for free of course is if you join us live. It only works really for the East Coasters, though. Unless you want to hear us talk about the episode before you see it it on the West Coast, which I doubt you want to do that. Uh, And you could do that over at gspn.tv live. We record uh, right after the shows. So next week, since there's no private private practice, we'll probably do the Grace show at 10, 10 p.m. Probably. All righty. Well, anyway, that's fun stuff. We'll talk to you all soon. Isn't there a whole, like, calendar that they could find somewhere? Yeah, gspn.tv slash 
Hmm. What is it? Hmm. Calendar. I think so. <laughs> so anyway, you can check out our schedule at all the time. We have lots of shows. We even mentioned uh, Family from the Heart, which is a great show that we produce, as le- at least in our own eyes. A little pat myself on the back there. <laughs> check it out. FamilyFromTheHeart.com. And until next time, Stephanie, join, join the, the community. community.